When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. The podcast you are listening to of Holmberg's Morning Sickness is brought to you by my friends at Eric's Family Barbecue in Avondale. Meet, mesquite, repeat. Trust me on this one. You've had barbecue before. But you haven't had it this good. Eric's Family Barbecue in Avondale. Eric'sFamilyBBQ.com. When was the last time you had really good Texas-style barbecue? Eric's Family Barbecue, the way it's supposed to taste. Always delicious, never rushed, and prepared to perfection. Eric's Family Barbecue uses only 100% fresh meat, slowly smoked over mesquite wood until it's juicy and delicious. We all know their brisket is the best, but have you tried their pulled pork, pork ribs, or rib tips? Amazing, and their sides are all house-made. Eric's Family Barbecue in Avondale. Meet Mesquite Repeat. Make the trip. You won't be sorry. Go to ericsfamilybbq.com for more information. You thought that was funny. You were laughing like a hyena when he said it. What the hell is wrong with you? I'm retarded. Oh, God. Here it comes. Oh, hot, 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 hot. Hot, 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 hot. Oh, that quantum leap will never not be funny. Scott Bakula realizing that <laughs> made us all laugh. Is uh, Quantum Lee still on? Is the Asian version of Quantum Leap still on? I don't there? know. I, I watched about five minutes of I it. Think I'm, like, so. I'm out. I went to Eric's Family Barbecue with my friend Winston yesterday, and I had my Kyrie Irving Nikes on. I got a bunch of those. And uh, Winston said, Can't wear those no more. I'm like, Yes, I can. Uh uh-uh, uh. I can't say what they are. <laughs> like, That's true. I'm not going to go bragging about it. <laughs> Flat Earth and Kyrie, who. Again, in my opinion, didn't really do anything wrong outside of like something other people don't like. And I watched the thing in the NBA this weekend because, you know, they've had some trouble with the whole Kyrie situation and all that. It's basically they keep encouraging everybody to speak their mind and, you know, and then when they do and they go out of line, they get in trouble for it. Kyrie's a nut. Like, there's no question. But I just don't understand when we decided that you have the ability to say what you want, but you can't be wrong and Kyrie has a right to be an idiot he has a right to be wrong he didn't have to like all the things we like and he never said anything about that but I went back and looked again over the weekend I'm like Kyrie didn't say anything and bad about saying, the just check it out nope didn't even say that just posted it posted a link the movie's for insane people and the NBA is packed full of people and not all of them are going to be normal Kyrie's a hell of a basketball player I don't expect all those guys to be normal people there's a nutbag or two in our office. You don't want to get too deep into what they know or think, but we're not going to cancel them from their job just because they disagree with everything. I'm sure there's a couple of anti-Semite, lunatic, right-wing Nazis downstairs we don't know. Flat earthers. Yeah, a flat earther or two. Oh, well, you have a right to be wrong. 
Kanye's gone nuts. There's a difference. Is he at it again? Well, he's oh, always okay. at it. There's, right. there's a difference. Like, there's there's just, okay, you flat lost it and you won't shut up. You know, saying you're going to go DEFCON 3 on the Jews is never a good phrase, no. ever. Yeah, on anybody. But that's one where you're like, all right, whatever comes out of your mouth next is not good. Is but, that mild? Three? Is there five? Middle. There's a five. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Five is when you're launching. So he's like, he's taking creating a lot of tension. Yeah. I'm going to create a ton. I'm going to try to raise it to three, and if they counter, we're going to four. I think it was War Games that taught me the... The death what, cons. You know what really bothers me? Is that in all the articles I've read, they keep writing death con. Really? It's defense control number. Yeah. Death con. And they keep writing death con. And I read this one lady's like, I can't believe he said he was going death con on the Jews. And I'm like, you didn't understand it, so don't write an article about it. Because you didn't even research what he said. You just heard not what you think you heard and made something up. You're, you're basically, I can say this about the person who wrote it. I'm retarded. That's you. <laughs> it's not that. But yeah, when he said that, maybe Kanye did say death con, which is funny because that means he doesn't know. But you don't do that. Because War Games was when they said death con three. And you're listen, like, oh boy. Yeah, listen to Barry Corbin. Barry He'll Corbin. Tell you. Yeah. When the Whopper starts going nuts, right. we're going to death con four. And we're like, we're in trouble because there's only one more. It's like cancer. The fifth stage is you're dead. Stage four is horrifying, and then there is no fifth, really, because that's when it all ends. But, yeah, so I don't know. I just wearing my, wearing my Kyries yesterday. I felt the, I felt the pressure. You felt of, some uh, heat? Like I was an anti-Semite for liking it. His tennis shoes are very comfortable. And Adidas were started by Nazis, so for years nobody said a goddamn thing. I don't want to hear it. If the shoes are comfy, I don't care if somebody horrible made them. Numerous com- companies are still opening. <laughs> Jesus. I'm glad you. Whew, that got almost. I was wondering where filthy. it was going. <laughs> uh, yeah, it's true. Tons of them were started by terrible people. I don't want to know. I don't care. Or asked to design something back right. in World War II. Here's my rule: you can be a horrible person and invent something really comfy, so long as the money I spend for that thing doesn't go directly back to the horrible, you know, stuff. Like I'm supporting Nazis with. Like if you announce that the money raised here goes to Nazi causes, I mean that had to be some pretty comfortable shoes for me to to go. All right, I'm still going to wear them. I'm not doing that. Like, Michael Vick could come out with, like, outstanding clothing. And I'd still be like, I can't, I can't support Michael Vick's world. Even if they're as comfy as the uh, Kyries? Man, if he meant uh, it, would be. we're getting to a point now where it's like he hasn't done something for a long time. It's almost time to have some grace and forgive him. <laughs> but, statue limitations. Yeah, it's, it's, I, I'm not going to ever, like, really super support Michael Vick, but he's proven that he's not going to do it anymore, and I guess you got to give him that. I just didn't like that he never admitted to what he did. Like, you know, he, he, he was forced to admit it. Yeah. And then he never went to jail for it. He, he went tried to, to deny it. Obstruction of justice was his thing and racketeering. I'm not a fan of Michael Vicks. So, like, if he came out with a product, I'd probably dodge it. But Kyrie Irvin hasn't done anything where he's oh, making gosh. money off of it or started a company saying this. You know, he's getting paid by a company. I'm not paying Kyrie Irvin. I don't care. But I wear his shoes, and they, Nike's dumped them, so now they're, I don't know if they're collector's items or if they're whatever. I got about six pairs of them. I really like them. The Infinities, they're super cool. Yeah. <laughs> but what are you going to do? Anyway, I wore those yesterday. I felt bad. But I was eating pork, so the odds of a Jew coming into the barbecue <laughs> place were really low. I think it's a safe place to wear your Kyrie's. And we had some brisket and some sausages, and 
I had one of them burgers. Oh, it was amazing. But there's some pork on the table. I'm like, eh, pretty good. Wear your Kyrie, Kanye, White Lives Matter shirts in here. Nobody's going to get mad at you. <laughs> Maybe. I don't know. You could run into one. Was your buddy wearing Yeezys, too? And you might as well just get the whole trifecta. That would have been away. awesome if uh, <laughs> if Wynn came in wearing Yeezys. I'd have loved every second of it. But, yeah, it was pretty great. And then Wynn told me not to tell everybody he's got uh, – his testosterone checked, and it came back like he's a woman. It was bad. He goes, I'll make you sign an NDA. I shouldn't tell you. I'm like, yeah, I'm going to tell everybody about this. Because he's buzzing around on that motorcycle. I'm convinced of it. Those things vibrate your... That beats him up and shuts down <laughs> the production. rocks your testicles to a point where there's nothing you can do. Yeah, down to zeros. Yeah, Winston said, look, man, my boobs. I'm like, they're gorgeous. Yeah, I got to get some tea. I'm like, all right. That's cans. <laughs> Those are beautiful. Got that long hair. <laughs> yeah, he's going to hit me hard next time he sees me, but it's still worth it. Hilarious. Uh, and then something that was at the farmer's market that might be the grossest thing I've ever seen. Uh, they have a honey display where I get my bee pollen, yeah. Sun Valley honey. It's like the greatest stuff in the world for allergies. It limits them. It won't make them go away, but you won't have these outbreaks of allergies if you stay on their bee pollen every day. From I take a spoonful every morning. I love this stuff. And I swear it's just eliminated my massive allergy outbreaks, which I used to get terrible. I don't think it's for everybody. I think yours are far gone. Like yeah, You get allergies so bad. It's ridiculous. So uh, they have these uh, like the, uh, different kinds like cinnamon and uh, agave and all these different like flavors of honey and stuff. Orange. Yeah. And you can sample them with a stick. Uh, dude wanders over and he's <laughs> sampling the honey. Hmm. Not bad. Samples another one. Realizes he's taking from the discard, not the samples. So he's just licking all the other sticks that other people have sampled and put into the throwaway bin. And and in a way, I blame the honey people because they put it so close to where the sample sticks are. And his friend had to tell him, I've been eating like five or six of those. You're just licking other people's honey samples. Oh, my God, just throw up. You know the guy behind the counter says, like, "Yeah, oh, and, yeah." And nobody he was goes all, all rocky and stopping. <laughs> I would have said the same thing. He's reaching into the trash bucket of honey sticks. It would be like going to Baskin Robbins and eating those little pink spoons and just licking the remnants. Yeah, but it's got honey on it. I like the cinnamon one. How'd you know it was cinnamon? I taste the cinnamon. Hey, hold on, this other guy. Adrian! <laughs> if you could change the honey bucket, I could change the honey bucket. We all could change. I was dying. Like, you can't, there's nothing you can do about it. Like the cinnamon. Yeah. <laughs> I like the cinnamon. Uh, sir, we don't have cinnamon. That guy was eating Trident before he, <laughs> that before has, he came in. That's gum stuck to his stick, sir. All right. I'm going to throw it up. <laughs> he was eating, he was, essentially, he was eating out of the garbage. Ugh. Like other people's lickums, too. That's and great. if you look around that, you look around that, uh, uh, the farmer's market, and you see those people, the last thing you want to do is share spit with them because most of them are, like, there's a lot of Big Tarvey at this place. Let me just put it that way. <laughs> <laughs> there's a ton. Maybe that's why you freaked uh, out. Yeah, like, oh, this I get it. No, 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 no. It's all right. I don't think you can catch it that way. If anything, he's immune now. Yeah, maybe. He's not catching much of anything. He's going to invent it. He's the bat at the wet market. He's the new problem. Reaching into that little bit, but the honey people, you have to keep your sample sticks, but they're individual. Like, you're pretty dumb to reach into the big bucket and not see a flavor. Like, who just grabs a stick that's not labeled and says, I'll sample that? If I'm sampling stuff, which I don't do because I think it's weird, uh, you go to the thing and say, well, this one's the, the apricot 
uh, orange honey. Like, you know what you're saying. He's just licking random sticks. I like oh. this one. <laughs> like, you're eating out of the garbage, bro. <laughs> So he just thought it was just a grab whatever, yeah. and he oh. thought that they just dipped a bunch of honey sticks and then threw them all into a, uh, like a, a variety pack, and then he reaches in and takes his chances. It's like the bin his of body uh, points it yeah, out. It's, it's the bin of movies at Blockbuster that nobody oh. wants right as you're leaving that b- trash bucket. But this is of licked sticks, licked honey oh. sticks. I'm gonna throw up. <laughs> we'll put it in the bucket and maybe we'll sample that later because I bet you it's honey flavored. As many of those. Use sticks as you ate. He bought five jugs. Yeah, there's all sorts of trouble there because I mean, there's just unbrushed teeth. There's people just. I mean, it's a it's a packed house of, and sample people are non buyers. Sample people are thieves. I think I I can't stand standing behind that lady at the ice cream thing. Let me have a little of that Rocky Road. I was at Churn once, and a lady sampled vanilla, and I'm like, all right, get the f- out of line right now. You know what <laughs> vanilla tastes like. I don't. I've never had their vanilla. Get the f- out of line. No sampling vanilla or mint. But the basics. Like yeah, if you want to chocolate, you want to sample some new like pineapple Rocky Road thing. Like I'll give you maybe give that a nibble before. Don't you goddamn sample that vanilla. You could try the Chipotle chocolate. Right. <laughs> give that a oh geez, that's a, a risky one. The <laughs> ginger, this, that. Okay. I'll let you sample. You get two samples. If you have more than three spoons, those little pink spoons. At, a, at an ice cream place, you're just stealing. At a certain point, they need to charge you after three. You're allowed three free samples, and vanilla's off the menu. Let me try your French vanilla. No, it's just vanilla with a fancy French thing. It's the same. You know what vanilla tastes like, bitch. Move on. <laughs> but that's the same at Costco, too, because you see these people bring their whole families yeah. in for the samples. <laughs> like true, 12 yeah. kids and you know, full grandma meals. and grandpa and everything else, blocking yeah. the whole aisle. Yep. Swinging back five yeah. times. Yeah. And you know what honey with cinnamon tastes like, too. You can imagine it, right? I don't yeah. know. If I say honey with cinnamon, you're like, mm, yeah, I can make that happen in my mouth without actually licking a stick. You don't need to sample that. Those people work really hard dealing with bees all day long to, to bottle this for us. You don't need to crack open a bottle and waste one of their pieces of product so you can taste cinnamon honey. You know what that tastes like. It's, it's, if you ever had cinnamon toast crunch, that. That's it without the crunch. It's just, and without toast, just cinnamon, <laughs> cinnamon honey. You know what it tastes like. Like if they're like, ooh, nectar of bee pollen plus shoe rubber. Uh, okay, I need to know why you're making this food. <laughs> but I'm not taking my chance with that. That sounds terrible. Testosterone honey? Mm. Tea honey. Mm. Uh, there you go. Rub that all over wind before he rides that bike all over. Yeah, it's uh, the sample people drive me bananas. I don't understand them. I never will. And... There it was, but the dude reaching into the bucket of sample discards and taking swipes, tongue swipes. They're they're little tiny pieces of wood, about the size of my thumb. Yeah. So you're reaching in there, getting that, and just rubbing your tongue across it like the last guy did. <laughs> and there's not a lot of honey left. He <laughs> couldn't look at that and think, there's nothing on this one. Ugh. Tastes like coffee. On top of that, when you said there was a Big Tarvey commercial oh. happening there, oh, too. Yeah. Yeah, oh. There's a load of Big Tarvey being taken. They should have a Big Tarvey tent. You're talking about samples going out the door. Place is Big Tarvey heavy. Or it's the 80 year old guy from the retirement community trolling the market. Oh. <laughs> oh. So there's a lot of dudes who are using their mouths for horrible oh, stuff that night and then licking that honey stick. I mean, you just you ate some of the chocolate LeBaron. <laughs> 
All these crazy alien stories can't be true, can they? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find it on UAPpodcast.com. He was tongue darting. Sweet. He was tongue darting something. He was sampling a different sort of cinnamon honey back door about oh. five hours before that. Hopefully he got up and threw the old crest and brush together. But. Sure this isn't the cocoa honey? Yeah, this one tastes nutty. Is this the nut honey? Nope. We don't have nut honey. I think well, that, it is nutty, but... Big Tarvey and his boyfriend were just here, and they might have tongue darted before they went out for the uh, farmer's market march. I wonder if his buddy was just like hanging out, letting him eat five or six before he called him out on it. You just don't do it. It's the fourth booth they yeah. gone to, and he's yeah. like doing it on all Dude of them. Eats all of the, he just thought his friend ate out of the trash. Like, I'm not seeing anything. <laughs> Maybe they're new friends. Maybe they didn't, but... I'm <laughs> Just when he realized what was going on. It's the greatest moment ever. <laughs> that farmer's market. I, that is a people-watching paradise. It's pretty great. And then, uh, speaking of uh, awesome things, I have to say thanks to Erica from Incredible Stella. Uh, she runs the uh, charity, Pitbull Charity. She, she's, her friend uh, does One Love, and then her story's amazing. If you're a dog person at all, uh, Erica's story and why she's doing Incredible Stella in the first place is flat out. Uh, tug at the old heartstrings, Hallmark Movie of the Week kind of stuff. She's an amazing, very funny, sweet lady. Uh, her and her husband have taken on this this challenge of, of this uh, – rescuing these animals and uh, it's the most under misunderstood breed maybe ever uh and it's uh in the wrong hands a very it's like giving a, an air 15 to a, a chimpanzee it bad things are going to happen in the wrong hands they're very strong very powerful animal and uh and dumb people owning one is a bad idea especially when they think it makes them more of a man and that's a big problem with pit bulls doberman mm-hmm. they, they, they you know those big uh King Corsos and those giant dogs that make little tiny nutted men feel like bigger men by having a badass killing machine on a leash for them because they're strong. You can do that with all sorts of animals. They're deep down, they're the sweetest breed ever. She does an amazing job with this. Uh, I, 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 so, like, I can't understand how you do it. She went and rescued this. Uh, somebody called her and said there's this uh, pit bull that had just had puppies. Fourteen. Oh. And the, mom, and the mom and the mom pup the mom is uh, we went over there yesterday and washed the puppies. You have not lived a better life ever. You cannot have a better day. I don't care what you're going through. I don't care how awful your day starts. When you wash 14 6-week-old puppies. You can't have you, – if you're having a bad time, you're the, you're the devil. You're the devil in human clothes. There's nothing about that that's bad. You, they're in a little play pool, stomping all over each other. The mom is the sweetest – she's the sweetest girl ever. She was just amazing. And so we're in a sink, washing and drying puppies. Nice. Uh, like this, the most peaceful like therapy. So I've wasted a lot of money on therapy. All you need to do is just get a load of puppies, stuff them in a – in a sink and start hosing them off and uh, put a little soap on their backs, scrub them up, get the pee and poop off because they're disgusting. Puppies are filthy. Scrub them up. They look at you with those little blue eyes and your heart melts. And then look, there's another one. I get to wash another one. I got, I got the privilege of washing puppies. 
You don't get that from kids. They they are disgusting little bags of gross. It's like washing an old man. Puppies are amazing, and that was the best the best start to a day I've had. I can't tell you in in maybe ever. But I got to go over there. Everything was great. See the dog. See that. And she's got these puppies. And when she rescued the dog, which was on Thirty Fifth Avenue and something, somebody shouted out to her, "You better do what's right and bring that dog back." He's like, I am doing what's right. I'm yeah, taking she- this incredible, like, and the dog, like, the mom dog is so, she's got 14 puppies and eight boobs. Like, there's a problem here. Yeah. So the dogs are draining her, and she's bleeding, and she's trying to jump over this little fence because she was keeping it behind this little tiny fence. So her boobs are dragging on the cement cinder block fence. They're all cut up. Nobody was taking care of her, at least properly. And she's going to need surgeries and stuff like that because of this. But she's, it was the most amazing start to a day ever. So if you, if you have any sort of feeling in your heart and a home, uh, that you want to foster dogs or anything like that, get with any shelter. I don't care which one it is and, and do that because there's nothing better than what I experienced yesterday. I've done a lot of nice things for dogs in the past, and I've worked with a lot of different great people. And shel- I've never been in a puppy bathhouse. Sounded, that doesn't that sound right. Bad, no, it doesn't it? That sound, didn't sound right. Good. Yeah, I was a puppy nice. pedophile. I think I'm a puppy pedophile. <laughs> I think that I'm a, I'm a dog pedophile. There, it was amazing. It was it was the most heartwarming thing ever that you just know you're giving something a chance. Better do what's right. I am. I'm not leaving them on 35th Avenue. Yeah, I mean, exactly. Come on. I'm not bringing it back. Either. And it's hard because you want to fight back, but yeah. you know, you just go, well, okay. And then you scoop up all the puppies and you make sure that they get a, a fair shake and it's just, it's ridiculous. So amazing. But yeah, if you get a chance to just do some volunteer work over the, everybody likes to be charitable over the holidays and you're trying to find your, what can I do? I got an email from a guy whose dog is, older and he's like i think it's about time and we're going back and forth on the email about like when do you know and all this um in honor of that dog's 14 years if you've ever had a dog give give back to a dog or a cat give back to you the way that they do uh nothing better than helping out uh one of the shelters over the holidays do that i was honestly it's like the best start to a day i mean my whole day was phenomenal i got to wash puppies which was incredible and then I meet Winston out at Eric's Family Barbecue because we've been planning this for a while. Go out there. Incredible. Come home. Watch a little football. Not so bad. And then head out to uh, the Doug Hopkins uh, Joy's birthday celebration and uh, knock that out. And then I won a bunch so of money the road work. at the talking stick because on the way out, I hit the double top dollar for a bunch of money. Nice. And I just left. I was there for 15 minutes. I'm like, this is the best day of my life. It was amazing. I would put this, like, if I had kids, I'd put it just above the day my kids were born. I think that would be, like, you know, people always say, besides the day my kids were born, because that just pisses wives off when yeah. you say you had a better day than that, because they went through a lot. Athletes always say when they win the Super Bowl, besides the day my children were born, which is a lie. Because they know they'd be in trouble. Yeah, winning the Super Bowl is better than uh, the day your kids are born. To me, it'd be the day I went and seen Dr. Lynn. <laughs> right, the day I had my, my nuts snipped, so I'll never have a day my kids were born. Yeah, that's probably my second favorite day now is my vasectomy day. Yeah. First day is now washing puppies. It was unreal. So sweet. So much fun. Key Custer says, John, congratulations. You're the father Dale of puppies. I may be the father Dale <laughs> future of puppies. I love them young, and I like to give them baths, just like father Dale did. Only I keep it legal, you know? I didn't get aroused by it, I'll say that, but I was in a weird room with a hot bathtub of water. It's <laughs> same as Father Dale used to do with all the juniors at Dobson High School when I went there. Has Except the me. Yeah, the recipe is uh, come into this back room. There's a hot tub and, you know, why don't you take off your pants there, puppy? And he used to bang the human puppies 
Or try to. He used to just watch him get in the hot tub while he masturbated. Best day of my life, hot tubbing with some altar boys. Oh, the Father greatest. Day. Didn't even pick altar boys. Well, yeah. That was the worst It was an all-skate. Yeah, yeah was, he wasn't picky. He just went after the, the kids who were on the cusp of not knowing where they are. Victims. I didn't do that. These puppies needed a bath. I don't think any of the kids Father Dale dunked in that hot tub needed a bath. I think he needed a bath. Power yeah, of Christ great. compels you. <laughs> it was the best day ever. So if you it just uh, launched me into this thing where I'm like, you know what? If you can volunteer and help out with that kind of stuff, do it. You're looking for something over the holidays to be charitable with. And your kids will do it. It's like a thing to teach them charity stuff. Your kids would love it. Like if you have little kids and you're like, we're going to do something nice today. And then you go over and volunteer to help out with puppy washing or when kitten season starts again. It's amazing, and they need foster people. Like these, these, being a foster family is amazing. It's I don't know how people do it. Foster failures are everywhere, but it is amazing. So hop on that deal. Uh, the other other thing I saw at the Suns game is that uh, we're starting to lose live sports. Um, Suns are good playing the Jazz on Saturday. It's a good DeAndre Ayton played basketball. I don't know what happened. Like he's a man now, and I'm watching, but. Uh, for about three quarters of the four quarters, I couldn't take my eyes off of these girls in the front row. There's, I keep, I kept saying to Megan, like, there's no better time in the planet to be average looking because filters make these people think that they're beautiful. So they dress up beautiful, like they put on all the proper clothes, but really they're just kind of dopey, average looking girls. You know, it's lipstick on a pig. Yeah. And the filters make them feel great. These girls took, not exaggerating, 100 selfies while the game was going on. And during stoppages in play, would get out in the aisle and make someone take a picture of them with the court in the background. And it didn't stop from the opening tip till halftime. And then finally in the third quarter, they kind of cooled off a little bit. But they were blown away each photo they'd look at and then just die laughing like they couldn't believe a photo was taken of them. Oh, my God. Look at that. I'm in it. Like, yeah, you're, you're in all of them. You, you're the only one in it. You're taking pictures of yourself over and over and over and over. And so I started to look around. And at a sporting event, there are people just <coughs> hog wild about themselves. Like they're taking pictures. The game's down this way. And the camera's pointed the other way, directly at your face. Like, here's what I look like watching a basketball. Here's my head watching a basketball game. And they think people are interested in it. Oh, yeah. It doesn't and they're matter, not. man. You're at the event, man. <laughs> but, you, but the event's down there. Prove you're at the event simply by telling someone I went to the Suns game. Have an interesting story to tell. I don't want to see what your head looks like with a game going on adjacent to your head. That's essentially what it is. Here's me. And there's a game going on behind. You can't see any of the actual thing I'm at. But there's my face at it. Like, I don't get it. And I mean, I'm not kidding. And every one of them was uh, like like suddenly they lost power in their neck. Like their spine stopped working for a second. And their heads would just fall. And they'd do dumb, dopey, like sexy face. And the one girl looked like she had Graves disease, but she had Kim Kardashian's hair. Like she'd spent a lot of money to look pretty around that awful face of hers. And she had a coat, but it never went up over her shoulders. And all she did was adjust her top because her medium-sized boobs kept kind of moving. It was the and all I thought was you're so average, but you are feeling it like you love you so much, and you shouldn't because you're not that great. Remember when we talked about doing the profile on Instagram or wherever TikTok, and it's just 
you're taking selfies, but at horrible events. Like <laughs> right. there you are at Lee Harvey's in the right. background. <laughs> exactly. Like you do it yourself. Like what would happen in the day and age of, of like like a modern tra- – like selfies at uh, 9-11. Right. You know how many would have been taken? A lot. Do you know oh, if 9-11 happened today, how many people would have – because people were taking their home cameras out of their you know closets running around. That's why we got so much footage of. Can you imagine if there were cell phones for 9-11? How many people would have been like doing that weird west side hand thing selfie in front of the buildings? Like totally missing the mark of going, I look pretty and I'm at it. I'm at the thing. It's crazy. But these girls wouldn't stop. How many do you need? How many are in your phone? I wanted to see their phones because it's just got to be just a slew of them. They didn't have a picture of, like, the event. Like, they'd go to the Grand Canyon and take a picture of themselves at it. Goddamn influencers. <laughs> I know. I don't get it. Well, who are you influencing? More people take pictures of their heads? There's no better time to be an average-looking woman. No better time. I, it, name another time in history where being absolutely average got you something. Well, you didn't have filters and stuff right. back in the day. You actually had to look good. You had to try and actually give a decent effort. Yeah. And if you were ugly, it kind of it came out in the wash. You didn't lose 20 pounds because of your iPhone. <laughs> Right. Put Immediately. The down right. Yeah. 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 You don't need any more mashed potatoes. You're done. Ugh. Thanksgiving's over. But they were in good shape. They weren't pigs, but they weren't special. Like, there's no reason to want that many photos of yourself. In fact, it would make I, me you, depressed. You'd probably have to go back to the Renaissance time because that's when the painters like painting fat chicks, thick women. <laughs> right. Yeah. Being a fat average woman. Since the Renaissance, there's yeah. been no better time to be an average thick girl. That's Brady's probably right about that. You need to bring back that filter, the Renaissance. The filter. Renaissance filter. No, you know what you do? You just don't filter it because most of them look there like they're go. from the Renaissance. There you go. That's a good idea. It's like unfiltered Renaissance. Pretty impressive. <laughs> it was weird. Like it was so excessive and so strange. I've not. I have zero desire. Like there were Doug wanted to take pictures last night. He's like, let's sit on this couch with me. And I'm like, absolutely not. You get a picture of you and me together. I'm like, absolutely not. It's the no, no, please. Like, why does that mean something to you? I'm, we're looking at each other right now. You want to commemorate this night with my dopey head? Stand- you guys know who this is? Yeah, well, he does it all the time. He does it constantly. But it was the dopiest thing. I don't want to take pictures with people. It's stupid. Here's a photo of us. We had a nice night. I have memories of you. If I get Alzheimer's, I'm not, the picture's not going to help. People always say that, too. Well, you don't have any pictures. What happens when you lose your memory? What's a picture going to do? I've uh. lost my memory. Is that me? That's the first question. Is that me? I don't remember that. That's all. It's just going to make me more frustrated. Pictures will just frustrate me. I like pictures of things. I like pictures of my dogs and, like, the, that's a beautiful sunrise we're looking at right now. Camelback Mountain. That would be a lovely photo. I, I have no need to put my head in it. And over-processed pictures, do you, can you look at your own pictures years from now and go, like you said. <laughs> Did I look like that? That me? I'm beautiful. You Why was I so hard on myself? What happened to me? Yeah. I look gorgeous. Why am I cartoonish and like look uh, filtered and drawn? Oh, it's yeah. Like part of my nose. Yeah, yeah. Some else. of my like I have extra teeth. Is that my tongue? <laughs> Is weird, but yeah. I, I sometimes I just marvel at what's going on and wonder. You're right. Like at the Kennedy assassination that I'm so fascinated with. If they had iPhones, first off, we'd we'd have the answers, but we'd also have a bunch of people who took photos of themselves afterwards. Yes. Standing as, there like, like they, by in the background. Like what we There's used to a, tease you about with your Costa Concordia story that you were yeah. on it a year before and like, oh, it's like you would be at this terrible event taking photos of yourself like you're affected, like like it's like your event, like you owned it. Like this is my face. 
of where Kennedy's face was just a second ago. You couldn't have like a normal event. We'll never have normal events anymore because that phone and cameras have changed everything. It's weird. You're making me think of somebody on the grass, you know, with their peace sign and their tongue. Yeah, in the background. Oh, because that was the pruder didn't car. know what he was going to catch. Right, right. Imagine all the people like just filming away of themselves and their big heads block the shooter. And you see in the background, oh, Kennedy's head exploded. <laughs> and somebody's like, peace, what's up? You know, a few years ago, you had those girls that didn't understand Auschwitz that were doing the poses oh, and the yeah. peace and yeah. like smiling, having right. the time of their lives in front of Auschwitz. Like, on hey, the train tracks. Yeah, the train they're standing track. on the train tracks celebrating selfies. Choo choo. Me. Yay. I'm a Jew at the right time. Like, this is, t- you're an idiot. Put the phone down. <coughs> you should be reflecting, not self reflecting. But yeah, and I look, it's a Suns game, do what you want. But I mean, 100 minimum, I'm not kidding. Because then, it, like, and they all three did it. Like, one, like you could send this picture to uh, the other two. But one would take it, and then they do dumb head pose, like jelly head pose. And then another jelly head pose. Like, my neck doesn't work. Oh, my shoulder. My shoulder's the only thing holding my head on. <laughs> and they do that face. And then they get some poor usher. Like, can you take a picture of us now? And they, like, smile. And then the guy would aim the And the minute their, the thing was aimed at him, their head, their neck stopped working. Their heads would all fall to the side, and they'd do like faces that look like they just got poked in the ass. Uh, they do duck lips and all that kind of uh, stuff. They or? didn't. I okay. got to give them credit. They did uh, gaping mouth, doe eyes. <sighs> they spent all this money on <laughs> yeah. those tickets and didn't watch the game. <laughs> didn't watch it, and they were they in the got third the row. Attention they wanted. They did, and people were like, "You're beautiful." Because dudes, it's our fault. It's men's fault. We fall for the filters. We think filters are what you're really going to see, and it's not. Anyway, crazy. The whole world's gone bananas. But I think the greatest gift you can give somebody under the age of 20 right now is a picture of themselves. Like for Christmas, if I had a kid, if like Kirby, she, I don't know if she's a big selfie girl, but I know a bunch of her friends probably are. The best thing you can do is give them a portrait of themselves for the holidays. They would love it. Oh, oh, a picture of me? This is the best gift I've ever been given. It's tangible and not electronic, though. But that's beautiful. Like I had you painted. To you. I gave it to them too. They love looking at themselves. Like they love looking at themselves. Just a wall of art of them. Just do. A, I guarantee if you did a picture of a kid, 24, 25, maybe a little younger than that, of just a, a hundred pictures of themselves for Christmas, it would be the best thing they got. I, I went through your phone. I got a hundred pictures of you, and I gave you pictures of you for your birthday. Like, oh, oh I'm going to throw up. This is beautiful. If I could get that, it's that mirror workout system that you have. Oh, I don't have the mirror. Oh, tonal. I spent some money. A tonal. Oh, <laughs> you oh, get that ghetto yeah. trailer mirror. You, a mirror. Just I got a tonal. Where you just look at yourself. <laughs> yeah, the, yeah. The mirror. Yeah, I got a mirror. I can work out in front of any mirror at the house. It's the tonal. But go ahead. Okay. Point was, <laughs> yeah, I know you missed it. You swung and missed. How badly. dare you? How dare you? Here's a picture of me of, angry. I'm disgusted. Here's a picture of me angry at Toledo. <laughs> if I can get one of those and re-engineer it so that if Alex walks by, it just goes post oh. to his uh, his takes Instagram photos of you or, or Snapchat. He That's would love that. Snap mirror. He would That's love good, that. That's probably next. Like in-house, in it's it. motion detection. Yeah, in-house motion detection photos of you that filter you and make you look fantastic. <laughs> and then they put it put you up on some kind of display. Yeah, wall. like all your criminals will look what like. What do you think of this one? Yeah, amazing, <laughs> Brady. That's all. They're not going to Stephen Hawking it. <laughs> it's interactive, like. But they're not, they're going to give it a real voice. They're not going to yeah. go in 1995 Hawking. <laughs> do you do like that photo? Alexa I choice. Yeah. Even Alexa sounds pretty smooth. Yeah, now. she's pretty good. <laughs> What would you like from 1995? Another See, I don't photo. Like that. Yeah. Yeah. Pop, pop. 
Pop-Pop would love that. That speaks to him. But pretty soon, that's what it's going to be. Like, mirrors will take photos of you, filter them out, and put them on your Instagram for you. I just woke up. Here's me brushing my teeth. That's like the craziest. Except the retake. And it's not new, but sometimes like it grabs me again. Sometimes I have to like do the reset, and I'm looking at this. like They haven't looked at one second of this game. And it's not because they're looking at their phones for other stuff. They're looking at themselves. Right. Constantly. I've never wanted to see my face like a lot. And most people feel the same about my face, which is good. Like there's a, if the, more of my face is not a good thing for anyone. And especially me, because all I'll do is look at it and go, Jesus, I need to hang myself. Is that me? <laughs> what happened to that guy? It's, it's terrible. What if you lose your memory and you get Alzheimer's? You don't have any pictures. Like what? Well, those pictures yeah. are going to just do nothing. It's going to be two strangers staring at themselves. With, was there a Suns game behind where they are? Where are they? I'll blink a couple of times at it. <laughs> he reacted. <laughs> he takes it moving. He's not dying. Give him more IV food. Happy Thanksgiving. Open his tube. <laughs> yeah, I don't get it. But enjoy your life. That's what I say. But I think the best Christmas gift you can give your under-25 kid is a photo of themselves. They love it. Oh, my God, me? For Christmas? Oh, this is the best thing ever. Because guess what they're going to get you? Probably pictures of themselves. They're probably going to hand out photos of themselves. That's all they have. It is amazing that even no matter where you're at, like Toledo, you were in Thailand, and you take pictures, it still doesn't capture where you're at no you know and oh yeah no i mean even though our Not cameras even. have that stuff it's just sometimes it, you can miss those you'll occasionally take a great shot i have you a couple. panorama and everything it still doesn't no panorama is the hardest thing in the world to do i tried it once i was biking in sedona keeping, your, keeping the bar level it looked like i was getting like i had like michael j fox was taking the panoramic picture i don't know what was going on I, like so I, like i'm on this bowl on Mescal Trail in Sedona. It's beautiful. And I'm sitting on the side of this hill. I don't know how you're supposed to ride your bike on it, but I did it. And I got up there, and I'm like, I'm stopping. Some girl fell off her bike. She had like a broken ankle. I talked to her for a second, make sure she's all right. She was fine. So I moved on. I'm not a doctor. Selfie with her. <laughs> yeah, no, I took a selfie of me going, wow, there's a girl like a few feet from me that's really hurt. But this is what my face looks like around that. Here's what I look like when somebody's hurt near me. Ooh. So I'm trying to do that panoramic shot. And in the middle of it, my hands jiggle a little bit. And it just, like, all of a Reset. sudden, Sedona has, like, this, there's a, <laughs> some sort of warp in the dimensions. Like, it drops down. The mountain goes away for a second. And it, <laughs> and it comes back to normal. I try to keep that line. That's impossible. But eventually, they're going to figure out 360 degrees of you. They'll take a picture. You just spin around and just the back of your head and all that. Hey, your cars can do it now. Have you ever seen a 360-degree view from a car? I was watching the news Saturday, and they were at the car show. And poor girl Jessica Parsons does a nice job. She runs around doing the thing, but she, she hasn't been around cars for a while. So they're, they're trying to tell her, like, it's got all the new features, and some of them are future cars and all that. And she gets into this new electronic Ford F-150 Lightning. It's beautiful. Uh, this thing's got so much technology in it, it's insane. Yeah. The one question she has, does it have backup cameras? Yeah, it's got backup cameras. And all that. It's got 360 degrees of cameras. That opened her eyes to a new world. So they go to the next car, which is the E-Mustang. Does this have that camera thing the last one had? I'm like, look, lady, this technology is ancient. Let, her, wow. let the expert tell you what this can do. Does it take pictures of me? Yeah, this is me driving this. It'll take photos of you. Yeah, I, wanna, I want, it's almost sad to say, but I kind of want a terrible event to happen. 
to see how we handle whoa, it. With, whoa, you know, whoa, you know what I'm saying? Like another 911. <laughs> oh, like if we could get another 911 going just to see how we respond with our cameras cuz we would be terrible as a group photographing ourselves at it. I don't want to bring it up but the Las Vegas thing had was in the middle of that. Yeah. Oh, that one dude that had himself, we're being shot. Yeah. And as I, the bullets yeah, are still as going. As they're going, he's got it out. And he's not filming like evidence. He's filming himself reacting. I don't know what I would do in that situation. Right. But that's striking to me. The last thing I think of is my phone. Unless yeah. I'm going to film like a bad guy. Yeah. But I don't want to film right. me. Right. I'm, I'm, mean, I'm running. <laughs> and that too. The other Jesus thing is I'm going to run away and then like call for help. Or I'm not taking a picture of myself at that moment. I wonder how I look. I've been shot at. Wonder how, wonder how I look. I bet you I'm hot with adrenaline coursing through my veins. I can filter that. And if you filter that, you're the worst person in the world. Like if you're at a mass event, a terrible event, and you take a photo of like or a video and it's filtered, you're the worst person alive. Like if there's glitter coming off it and you're like, hey, they're killing everybody. Got the dog ears and stuff. It's <laughs> <laughs> actually a hilarious sketch. Sponsors. You can't turn your filter off. Oh, my God, I'm getting shot at. It's terrible. You got the little bunny ears and you're There's a basket. <laughs> I can't get the filter off, but I look so cute. Or you do that crying upset filter. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Otherwise known as coach of ASU. <laughs> I wonder what, like, that was just such a Marlon Brando moment. He was sobbing. Oh, God. Act like a man. Yeah, sit up there and take this job like a man and go cry in the corner later. It means everything to me. I'm like, oh, no. We got a weeper. That's one thing the 70s wrecked. Crying fellas in public. Made it okay. It's not. It's okay to cry, but with some dignity in a corner. <laughs> alone. Never talking about it to anyone ever again. Death. You gotta cry at death. You it can hit a, you. Yeah, you can have an emotional moment about your kid or something, but you, you, you suck it up. It's allergies. That's always say that. That's the best way to do it. What do you got on the big board of musical treats there, Bert? Wake up song brought to you guys by our buddies over there at Action Ride Shop. Uh, you you riders out there, they're having the uh, big pivot factory of racing team. They're going to do a meet and greet over there on uh, December seventh. All right, so go to actionrideshop.com. So if you're thinking about picking up a pivot or anything else for that matter, that's the place to go. Also, if you're not into the bikes, no problem. This uh, ski and snowboard season is upon us, so they got all the rentals, sales, and everything you need. Actionrideshop.com, again, is where you're going to want to go. They got the pivot guys out there doing demos? Yeah. Oh. And autographs and meet and greets and all kinds oh, of stuff. Oh, yeah, the so, racers? Yeah. Oh, and those guys are winning everything. Yeah, and those guys are just going to show you what's up. What the bikes can Man. what the bikes can do that you can't that do. You'll never do. <laughs> exactly. But so worth like That's the name of a band. Oh, baby. Which one? Weekend Nachos? Yeah. It's pretty Marcusy. Okay, I'm not in that. Yeah, that's yeah. I, I had to put it on there anyway. I got a, two suggestions by the way this morning for uh, Malvo's trunk, but uh, no need to put them on. I'll play it when I feel like it. <laughs> Also Great. for Miles to Nowhere. Huh? Oh, Miles to Nowhere is on there again? No, no, no. I, oh, no, did on, you get on one? Text, on text, they keep Oh, that in. son of a bitch. Oh, uh, I don't know if we could ever do Miles to Nowhere again. <laughs> um, except for right now. Good morning. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, let's be honest. Our friends, uh, you know, uh, that one Playdio, the uh, Alliance. Happy that they won, but let's be honest, the the only one that really won here is Miles Nowhere. I love you and you don't care. 
Kills herself in the song. <laughs> Fun. And it's a minute and 50 seconds long, and I think she should do it the first 15 seconds. Well, somebody said it's like 40 seconds in or something. She's, you know, so I'm just like, Don't, we never got no, that far. We couldn't get that you're far. You're contemplating I'm it. I'm looking at how long I got till 40. <laughs> We're at 20 right now. Rather blow my head off. Yeah! Blow my head off. All right! Oh, do it now. <laughs> save, us the last, save us the last minute 13. Uh, on the list, uh, like I said, weekend nachos, Volbeat, Corey Taylor, System of a Down. There it is. Uh, Shotgun Blues. Nah, all right. I'll listen to Shotgun Blues every time you suggest it. I would do, I think right now, I would listen to an entire station of Shotgun Blues and, uh, 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 I can't think of the name of it. What's the other one? Uh, the love of your life, you might fall and find love. Ah, damn it. If you believe. No, oh, no, no, that's Cher. Never believe in life after love. Uh, Lola. Oh, uh, Lola's, Lola Montez. Lola Montez. Yeah. That's it. I could listen to the, a whole station of that for 24 hours. Shotgun Blues is amazing, though. Let's get right to that. It's your wake-up song. And again, you're going through it like all of us. It's the Monday after Thanksgiving. This is the worst day to try to go back to work. It hurts. Four days off is too many. Three is perfect. You do four in a row off, and you kind of half-assed your way through the first three days of last week anyway. Coming back for Monday to realize, oh, I got a full week ahead of it. We're all dealing with it. So, so today sucks. That's just, we'll just well, run. you got uh, some downtime out of work to cyber up. Cyber oh, Monday. Cyber Monday up. Are you Cyber Mondaying today? I'll take a look. You're take a look at some deals. <laughs> Can't pass up a deal. FOMO. I don't think I like need anything that I have to go get. I know. Maybe patio furniture. I'm after patio furniture, but that's about it. We'll see. Arizona's most powerful, powerful rock radio station. You've been listening to Holmberg's Morning Sickness Podcast, brought to you by our friends at Eric's Family Barbecue in Avondale. Meet, mesquite, repeat. Eric'sFamilyBBQ.com.